राइटी से राइट ले लो But yes, I think we'll. We may not have been born in South Bombay, but considering where we studied and stuff, we definitely are part of that culture. Yes, at least we'd like to be. Wanna be Baya? Wanna be? Wanna be Baya? Baya. Yeah. Okay. So, South Bombay for me, one of the things that really. talks to me in terms of you know defining south bombay for me is the irani cafes mm. what is it for you wait what is south bombay for me what is south bombay for you um south bombay actually began the identity of south bombay began very early because a lot last part of my family lives in south bombay so for me it was more first about the sea yeah and about the roads yeah because geographically that was so different than yeah. where i um lived and i love where i live yeah. it's not that i want to live in south bombay yeah and then i think the next level came when i actually went there to study <laughs> and then i started um you know exploring the restaurants and the um the by lanes of the railway stations or the by lanes near the beach And so yeah, that's when I discovered Irani cafes also. And they, Irani cafes, thali places, and yes. small udupi places yes. became, and small vada pav places. Vada pav they they became the life oh, and survival yeah. for college life, college. I think. Um, so yeah, Irani cafes were a very important part, but they came much Especially later. Especially when you had kayanis yeah. right opposite yeah. college. I had this, I had this ritual of uh, on my way back from. So I would stay back in college mm-hmm. for a lot of other stuff, mm-hmm. and on my way back, by default, mm-hmm. it was a ritual that I would walk into kayanis, uh, pick up a parcel <laughs> for Ranmaska, and then eat it in the train in the because train. you're so hungry. Yeah. Yeah. And that was just, I think, fifteen bucks yeah. for two. Yeah. And there's like this nice, very thick layer of butter that they put that just does not taste like flaky. any other butter that yeah. you had before, yeah. that I had had before. And, and this um, flaky pastry. Yeah, which is very soft. Yeah. And you think it's going to crumble, but yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It does. Yeah. And they wrap it up in newspaper and thread, and. The entire process itself was a ritual because the entire process of an yeah. Irani cafe is a, is is very quaint. Okay, so before we get into the process of the cafe, I'm sure there's a lot of people who don't know what an Irani cafe is. They've yeah. not experienced it. Yeah. So um, sort of let's take people through, through 
what a cafe is and what is the story behind those cafes in the first place what do you want to begin well there's so irani cafes are basically they are basically cafes mm-hmm. and the, i think they're concentrated a lot in uh, mumbai pune and in hyderabad surat i don't know if they still open mm-hmm. but the ones that are open yeah. now are definitely in these three places yeah. i'm sure there must be others these are the places where i've been to yeah. them but they're basically cafes that opened usually years ago um even before our parents generation and they were run by uh, immigrants who came from iran yeah um during british india specifically the parsi immigrants the zoroastrians who were yes. fleeing persecution yes so um, yeah and the irani cafes were run so the those who left those who left persia at that time or those who left iran at that time were not just the rashtrians also so you had shias who also yeah. came and you had the rashtrians who came because and everybody was being yeah. persecuted and but these cafes were um, established and run by the rashtrians hmm. when they came in and that is also i think how the parsi community developed sort of organically found organically around found that. around those pockets yeah. and these cafes have been running for a long time they were very different from the cuisine that mumbai at least i can speak for saw at that time because they brought in a an iranian taste that's true touch yeah. to it their But chai was very different also sort of exactly like uh, they indianized a lot of they iranized Adapted, a yeah. lot of indian food yeah um, in terms of the chai yeah. especially which is extremely different but it's not very different from what how we usually make a chai yeah but it's very different from an irani chai it, and it's very and, different and from regular, regular chai, masala chai yeah. which is by the way irani chai is extremely milky and it's extremely sweet yeah. and but it, it goes perfectly well with the with bun the bun masala which is basically um a bun yeah but it's it's soft and light and a flaky bun extremely soft and and um, they put a layer with butter a layer of i jam. don't know centimeter almost yeah. of, of butter <laughs> <laughs> and that's it that is breakfast yeah. for a lot of people yeah it is it used to be um when they flourished so <laughs> i was so this was they also catered to a lot of mill workers hmm. and a lot of people basically who had the, morning shifts and the merchant community which yeah. came up in the south bombay yeah. at that time yeah um, yeah so all of at one point in time at least i think all of elphinstone loperel onwards yeah. for tadar even had irani cafes which i think matunga still does have pretty good cafes irani cafes yeah, yeah. so so those are irani yeah. cafes and the 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 cuisine that so that's how it got developed but i think irani cafes can be there's also how you recognize an irani cafe yeah. so when you walk in you know it's an irani cafe because, because all of them because all exactly. of them exactly look a certain way and the kind of things that you will find on their menu is sort of similar similar very similar yeah especially <clears throat> especially the checkerboard floors yeah and those dark brown wood chairs yes very like european european yes. and those arches yes that red and 
white checkered table cloth yeah. and this one grumpy old parsi uncle at the cash counter yeah who always who looks is- like the you don't like he, <laughs> that yeah. man in my life at britannia at kayani at i hope it's not a problem for me no no it's not but at all of these places even yazdani i have been yelled at by these yazdani i am giving yelled, them i am yes. giving them business Yes. I am buying stuff. No, no, go away. <laughs> yes. What is Come at seven o'clock. So, and they're very laid back. They're actually very different from. We mentioned Udupi. Mm-hmm. I mentioned Udupi yes. as one of the other places yeah. which are yeah. go-to mm-hmm. food places mm-hmm. when you're a student or when you're working for mm-hmm. breakfast and mm-hmm. nashta and all that. Right. And um, they're very, very different also in the pace. Yes. Because they're very slow. They're yeah. very laid back. while south indian breakfast restaurants tend to be very yeah. quick you go you eat a dosa you come out yes. that's you know that that's how the pace is <laughs> but here you will walk in you'll sit on these checkerboard and usually they'll have the menu under <laughs> a glass uh yes. which is covering the table cloth like a glass it yeah it covers the yeah and there's cover. a menu yeah, put under yeah there's a menu put under yeah. and sure. there will be some 10000 photos of old bombay yeah and uh, victorian mirrors, bombay yeah. elizabethan bombay and bell and it's always mirrors yeah and one side of it will only be um cookies yes. and biscuits in glass in jars, glass jars and large glass them, jars yes. where you can see them where often i never understood the difference between any of those biscuits yeah. but there was a difference yeah and that is where i discovered also my In fact, Kani Pune is where I discovered my favorite biscuit which was the Shrewsbury which is again I thank Irani Cafes for Shrewsbury biscuits yeah. because yeah they all look a certain way they are high ceilings there's a certain flavor in terms of the ambience attached yeah. to it yeah what is also beautiful about them is all of these are always family run like it's always yeah. um, intergenerational intergenerational yeah. as and which is i think when you enter the place also you sort of uh, feel yeah that difference between a commercially run versus a family run business yeah. um and the best part is when you see another party family and it's a family parties exactly so when you see another <laughs> let's say somebody you you're sitting in the cafe and you call for yeah. a puri and by the way which is the other thing that i love about it okay explain cafes. explain what that is so okay so this is the ambience right mm-hmm. and apart from this i think pictures of their own families owners whoever sat at the cash counter <laughs> and um, um a lot of um, photographs of i've seen a lot of photographs of even queen victoria mm-hmm. and winston churchill and you know the the preserve that era and that vibe um was like that's often there and there'll be a small square opening in Mm. the wall which is on the other side of which is the kitchen and you'd have somebody dishing out stuff from there yeah um so so that's what it looks like and it's high ceiling and there's always a part upstairs where you just can't go hmm. where it's a passageway open to it there yeah there's yeah. a there's a staircase leading to it but you just can't, you go, can't there. go there it's out it's yeah. off limits yeah but that's how it looks hmm. the menu for me was always pranaska chai depending on where i am it was also um, berry pulao it was berry exactly. pulao 
it was for uh, you it also must be keema power yeah so for me it was keema power there was these specific can you remember i have had just patties yeah so i've had chicken patties yeah. i've had mutton patties which is you have chicken mince hmm. which has been which is not does not taste like any other chicken mince hmm. it sort of it's not bland yeah but it is not masala hmm. no it's not full of spices it's a good balance yeah it it's not it's not indian in hmm. in any form yeah. in uh, in its taste hmm. in the form of spices at least and then it's fried in this thin layer yeah. of kebabs then you have these puffs which is again you'll have veg and Uh, and and it's very standard. You'll have veg, you'll have egg, you'll have chicken, and you'll have mutton. Yeah, and then there's mutton samosas. And there's mutton samosas, patty samosas. Again, patty samosas are not Irani cafe yeah. food, but they do. Have, but they do. Yeah. Some of them have it. Um, and then they have different types of eggs. Yeah. Which one of them, which is my favorite, is an akuri, hmm. which is uh, basically scrambled eggs, hmm. but it's far looser. And I don't think it has milk in it, and it's not as sweet as scrambled eggs. Okay. So it's like a, it's a balance between being a burji, a traditional burji, hmm. and a traditional scrambled, an English scrambled hmm. dish. Right. Um, and then you have other boiled eggs, and you yeah. have all the other set of eggs, and all of that. Yeah. And very funnily enough, they're all on corners. Have you noticed this? Yes. There's it's a turning. There's always it's a, turning. a turn. It's when there's crosswords yeah. meeting. Yeah. And and I was curious about this, so I read up. Okay. Turns out Hindus did not buy corner shops at that time uh, because it is a show. In yeah. It's it's inauspicious. Yeah. Um and so there were these shops that were open yeah. there were these spaces that were open and they got taken in by yeah. sasanian and they mm-hmm. got taken in by britannia yeah these are all names of all these places wonderful places yeah lovely places yeah yeah so, i realize now yeah. it's, it's always on a, when two crossroads are meeting yeah. it's always on that turning i always wondered though what is the menu like for a vegetarian um So when I and so now because they're starting to ad- adapt to a lot of yeah. vegetarian tastes, yeah. so they do have these rolls, which is basically vegetables in a bun yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. So if I'm really hungry, I'd go for one. And again, it's it's a very basic roll, but somehow it tastes nice. Yeah. Maybe it's the ambience. Maybe it's the way they make it. I don't know. But very basic, but. It, it it's good i think they also bake their own bread so yeah 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 they do everything it, yeah. from scratch exactly and otherwise if i want to go there for the vibe it's always going to be an irani chai and a bun maska or a brun maska yeah okay bun maska and brun maska are two very different yes, things yes very different things very different and and most people take a long time to figure out that bun maska is not brun is not brun maska yeah brun maska is more of a uh, a pastry yes um more like a puff slash bun yes which is which like is, which is it's not khari it's not khari but it's not it's not a bun it's, it's not, not a it's bread, not a bread it's yeah. this it's very it's a flaky yeah. pastry basically exactly uh, a a savory flaky a savory yeah pastry and which is very richly buttered yes and which goes very well with the, with chai, the chai because the chai is extremely sweet Yeah. 
and then you have the bun masala which is, which is your classic bun, bun but extremely yes. soft extremely uh, it melt in the mouth kind yeah and it is richly buttered and it also has a very thick layer of jam it may or may not have a may thick or, layer of yeah, may jam or may I think. Yeah. yeah but the butter is definitely is there the the masala means butter means so butter. it has got to have and butter what comes to my mind first is uh, marvins Mm. Um and early in the morning it yeah, opens yeah, at yeah. some ungodly hour in yeah. the morning like some 5 o'clock 6 o'clock something and it runs out of baked goods like By like, like seven, this yeah yeah i think also there um they because they cater to morning shift people mm-hmm. a lot of so i think who eats from a, an irani cafe has changed over the years yeah. um and they have reduced in number yeah. so it makes you think whether people are using exactly. them anymore as much as they used to yeah. and all of these older so kyani and all of these establishments are very very yeah. old they've been there for a century almost i yeah. think absolutely but um not all of them have and, been able to survive and i think all of them have this um board of course outside uh, the cafe which sort of tells you like um, yazdani has a board which says it's been there since 1950 and yeah sasanians so yeah. has that as well yeah so yeah. they sort of treasure that legacy also yeah. and it has not changed it has not changed. the menu has not which changed which is wonderful the ambience has not yeah. changed the i um, think that also comes with the fact that it is intergenerational it is it stays in the family I think so. I think so. And I think it's also like a preservation but, of culture in some form but for them. What do you think about the other so-called Irani cafe pubs which have come up now? <laughs> <laughs> like soda bottle opener wala or soda bottle something wala or soda bottle wala. Now I wonder is Jimmy boy considered old or new? I I don't know. I can't place Jimmy Boy. But what All is right, your opinion so, of So there's I think we should clarify a bunch of names because we've been taking names. Yeah, okay, okay. Let's yeah. let's categorize. Yeah. So the the Irani cafes that I knew first off which look like this and which have these on the menu the traditional ones. and yeah, the traditional ones and the ones that I think have been able to survive mm-hmm. um and do well at least mm-hmm. as compared to the others. Alkani which mm. is at Marine Lines yeah um very close to Metro Cinemas yes. very close to St. Xavier's College yes uh, <laughs> then there is uh, Britannia Britannia with Yazdani there's Yazdani I think both of these are in, in port. port in the heart of port in the heart of port and the best thing is when if you're looking Excelsior. for these yes if you're looking for these there are a lot more Many. Um, there's, there's there's a ton in Madanga. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot more in South Bombay itself. Um, but these are the ones that I think we've had personal experience yeah. of going. Because yeah. I think like once you go to an Irani cafe, and then I have my loyalty to Kani regardless of yes. whatever. Exactly. I know a lot of people say Britannia and Co is a lot better mm. for lunch and stuff. And first of all, I wouldn't go for lunch to any of these places because. I would go for a brunch or a supper because they're snacks that that and yeah. their food. 
but they may not be lunch lunch and i am like this but a lot of soup, people soup. go to these like places for movies. lunch yeah um or for dinner and for mm-hmm. main meals mm-hmm. and you can go to these places at any point in time mm-hmm. and you can get anything mm-hmm. most of anything yeah um but so yeah so you have these are and sasanian boulangerie is one yeah. of the bakeries yeah. sort of places Miran's the uh bakery sort of place and these were these are the ones that still serve and yeah. still i think turn tables and they've, they're able to do they're traditional but they've managed to survive very well yeah yeah and i hope they continue i hope to. they continue to it would be very sad if they shut down like rhythm house yes i love rhythm house sorry and um, then we have this entire chain of soda bottle stuff opening up <laughs> All over yeah. Bombay, yeah. Uh, which uh, so it's basically contemporary Parsi. Contemporary Parsi. It says Parsi cuisine. It says it's an Irani cafe, yeah. but it's also a pub. Yeah. And it has music and it has lights and yeah. it has that entire ambience. So, so I think so. First of all, I think there's there needs to be a distinction between Parsi food and Irani cafe food. So Parsi food although these people are Zoroastrians largely mm-hmm. what they serve is not Parsi food right because Parsi food is uh uh pavita nedu yes. it is dansa yes. it, it is, is it is all of very that. rich it is it is that yeah it, it and food that takes a lot of time and effort to make yeah and and you have Parsi restaurants yeah. that have Parsi so yeah. Jimmy boy has Parsi food yeah It has parsi. Yeah, but in Irani cafe is much more. It's quicker. more. It's Grab more snacky. Yeah. yeah, it's more snacky. Yeah. And um, it's more like a chai place, and it's very laid back. So hmm. you just want to sit there. And hmm. People who come over there also are not people who are like, okay, chalo, parcel karke, let's they go. Ha. This is it's it's about the experience yeah. of it. Yeah. Right. And the soda bottle opener wala, etal, etal, etal. Um. I think they developed to change the pace of what the Irani cafes traditionally had because Mumbai as a city does not have that pace that the cafes have. Yeah. Um I think it's a haven that we have slower places because it gets tiring to be the as fast as yeah. the city is. Um and so it helps to have some place where you don't have to worry that yeah. a waiter is going to ask you to leave. You can just enter you can you can enter and sit and take yeah. your time to order and you can take your time to eat and you yeah. can take your time to leave. Yeah. While um I and think to me the beauty of it is also that once you like that place you do end up being a regular and yes. then there's that familiarity even with the people even with the grumpy uncles. Yes. Who cashier. remains grumpy Who regardless. Remains grumpy regardless. I think it is nice only to Parsi people. I don't Probably. know. Maybe. Also because you can figure out we're not Parsi. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so so I think what happened is that these places started trying to you know how you had contemporary Indian restaurants yes. that started coming up yes. that which I which I do love when oh, they do it well. Astronomy. Which I yes, yeah. well. Which basically they brought in the flavors mm. that came from the traditional mm. food. but they presented in a very different manner mm. and it's supposed to appeal to a younger yes. crowd it's supposed to a appeal to a more hip yeah. crowd um and 
the, the I mean the food is not you can't call the food bad hmm. it's not bad food hmm. um but it does lack what Iranian the, cafes traditionally lack yeah. because it also looks like any other pub or any yeah. other cafe exactly so that exactly is my reservation with these places is because had it been marketed as this pub um it was much better because it is a pub essentially it's it's a pub where you know young the younger crowd you know largely goes to have drinks after work or something like that yeah um but marketing it as an irani cafe really i mean if for someone who's not experienced an actual irani cafe this yeah. would be extremely misleading and yeah. it does it not would. it does not um capture the essence of what an irani cafe actually is only fo- only replicating that kind of food yeah is not and enough. i don't think they replicate that kind of food anyway they, yeah. like i said they they decide to take flavors i think and recreate them yeah. in manners that have not in been a, done before yeah. um so i do i do appreciate the effort because it's hmm. at the end of the day it's food hmm. so but it's it it's not as quaint it's, it's not, not as, as um the food is very different it's very see there's something the about it is yeah something that's been cooked for been going on generations there yeah. it, it's been existing for 200 years yeah. or for 50 years at least yeah. um there is a taste there is a flavor there is a an ambience that mm. you're used to so it's an entire yeah. experience that you go in yeah. which which these pubs lack yeah yeah um what really um stands out for me is also when you read these books by authors in like who've been born and brought up in bombay at least um when you read their books a lot of literature also has references to these places like yeah. like i was reading jerry pinto mm. and uh, in his book uh in m and the big who uh m the female protagonist she keeps talking so it's a lot of flashback that happens in that mm. book and she keeps talking about how she and her husband they would go to bombellies mm. uh, for their dates mm. and bombelli was an irani cafe yeah. and she and it's wonderful how they've described that cafe yeah. and then the other day i was reading this poem by nizam azakir mm. which is um so he read this board of instructions in his favorite irani cafe and he replicated that in his poem mm. so uh, how all of these you know uh bomb authors born and brought up in bombay and yeah. especially those who've been largely experienced who've experienced life in south bombay yeah. in some way yeah. they really really you know capture the essence of these cafes in their books very well I think that happens I in fact that it even in books like Black Friday. Yeah. So even if the the it, they're not they're not necessarily fictional books but Black Friday is a book about mm. uh, the blasts. Correct. And even then you have the police mentioned in relation to uh, these Irani cafes. And I think also that I don't think they are any more but i think as i was growing up when i saw these cafes 
um, they used to also be democratic in who accesses them. The food is mm-hmm. priced in a manner also where everybody goes. Yeah. So, which is why I which agree I think with is you, still the case. Which I think largely is yeah. the case. Yeah. And I think I agree with you when you say that whoever's experienced these pockets of Bombay in any form hmm. will know of these places hmm. because they form the experience yeah. of going to um south mumbai and the fact that someone is actually mentioning these in their work in their literature yeah. means that place is it does hold a lot of importance for them yeah um even yeah. now and yeah. although like for bombay's for example has been shut long, long back long i think we we've, yeah. we've never been able to experience yeah. bombay's no, but um the fact that the author still mentions it yeah. means the place still holds importance yeah. for him even if it's shut down now so that legacy yeah. continues even if the cafe is not there it continues through the books through word of mouth through stories passed on yeah and for people especially who've grown up there both of us haven't but mm-hmm. when people grow up in south bombay mm-hmm. for them it's also that these are landmarks yeah for a lot of things. Yeah. Most of these are in and places. And they're literally landmarks. And they are landmarks. People actually give you directions saying Yasdani se right. Yeah, Yasdani se right le lo. Can you say can you say that alone? Yeah. You know that kind. So for them these become which is why a lot of times when you have the Bombay Historic Society and all of them mm. working towards refurbishing these places yeah. and a lot of people in the suburbs are like why does so much of effort have to go into this? the experience of that can only come if you actually have experienced that part Correct. of bombay absolutely even um andheri for example so irani bakeries are there across, across bombay, bombay. Yeah. it's not just in south bombay but these cafes i think are there because during right after independence also or even let's say around the 60s people were living mostly on that side of mostly town mostly on that side and also because the working class capital, yeah yeah the yeah working class was everybody there. worked there and it was these came up to cater to the working community yes. at large so yes. which is which is also why we've been concentrated there yeah. which is also why the parsi community itself is um, concentrated, concentrated there yeah yeah and i don't think even in present day bombay everybody gets the experience of these cafes mm. uh, especially if you haven't gone and it's, it's quite possible that you haven't gone to that side of mm. town ever yeah. that you've never needed to yeah um so a lot of people don't experience that mm. so it is um sometimes unnerving mm. to think that people might consider the more modern versions mm. of these places to be irani cafes yeah. um even mukambo for example is a modern version, version of yeah. the rani cafe but it's not a pub not a pub it's more fancy yeah uh, but, but it's, it's not lights and music it's not yeah yeah um so it is a little disconcerting sometimes mm. to think that mm. and it is also i think for people who know of irani cafes a lot of times is a familial tradition to know of irani cafes yeah. so you may not be parsi or you may not be irani but 
your your parents tell you oh you know this is where right. you get right. this and so yeah. let's go and check this out yeah. and so you go there yeah and you take your friends and it's almost yeah. word of mouth so i think that's how i sort of started going to these cafes because papa has spent most of his life yeah. in south bombay so he would tell me you know you go go to yazdani it's nice you get you get good yeah. stuff here yeah. or you get good uh baked goods in mumbai yeah. no stuff like that which is which is how i also want to know of these places in the first place yeah um andheri is another place where you have a bunch of uh, uh and bakeries lots yeah. of bakeries yeah and i think now there is also this very chota patla wave of tourists hmm who do end up you know reading about this or uh, talking about you know these things to locals and then they would want to check it out for themselves and they come so the last time i remember i went to yazdani was when i took a senior of ours to um, yazdani and uh, the grumpy uncle there was being interviewed by someone mm. on video so they were shooting a documentary with him mm. uh, talking about the cafe and everything so that's also changing now yeah ki the profile of people who actually go there is yeah, sort of diversifying a little and considering all of these places come as a part of the heritage walks that yeah. they conduct on that side of town i guess they're also known because of that yeah um, so yeah they are i wouldn't always prefer to go i myself also wouldn't always prefer to go to an iranian cafe right but i want them to be there because they offer a very good um space to relax to eat yeah to speak a lot of times there's a lot of cross table conversations that happen yeah. you end up speaking to others yeah. who are in the cafe um and it's a, it's a very familiar very and warm atmosphere and it's great how the tables are also spaced out you know there's yeah. there's like a line of square tables and then another yeah. line of square tables yeah. it's just it's very conducive to conversation yes yeah. yeah and there's i think there's the sense that often when you are very tired and when you need to go even when you have to get a parcel you will have to sit down and wait yeah. because that's the pace that's the pace and that I think off was a very good alternative to usually life outside of those mm-hmm. cafes. Mm-hmm. Um I do wonder sometimes if they are going to survive um all these years because just as a lot of other businesses are not passed on to mm-hmm. the next generation mm-hmm. because the next generation goes away yeah. or you know and it gets into other stuff. Um, considering uh, Parsis are already a shrinking community a shrinking themselves. Community themselves. So we don't no i don't know yeah. if they will survive hmm. for the next generation yeah. to see i would want them to but i would also want them to survive while continuing to hold on to this yeah. tradition yeah. and not no become sellout become sellout <laughs> become something that they are not that they are not yeah yeah and i think that might involve us also adjusting our perceptions mm. a little bit because uh, yeah. you know as business changes as demographic they changes they have to their audience yeah but um, there are these things about irani cafes mm. that will just remain yeah 
Like even if they change it, I think if they change it, they might have an upheaval from customers about why they're changing. Exactly. Another thing in the ambience is grandfather clocks. Oh. Just everywhere. Yes. There are some in one room. They will have they'll some have five like, or six yeah. clocks. Yes. And they'll have grandfather clocks. They'll have wall clocks. Yeah. They'll have you know the ones with yeah. the old pendulums. And A lot of them don't even work. Paint on the walls. And they don't even work. Yeah. But they have. They have. And they have a chalkboard, or they have like a black wall where they painted the or menu, or the menu, with chalk, yeah. and with chalk. And they often don't have to take that off because it's just the same. Yeah, menu it stays day. the same. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so that was Rani Cafes. Before we finish, though, um, it's a friend's birthday, so Lanu, Lanu, happy birthday, Lanu. Happy birthday. We okay. hope your birthdays last. Our love for you lasts just as our love for Inani Cafes will last forever. Forever. And we do hope to take you to a good Brunmeska soon. Yes. Soon. Yes. For whoever listens to this, if you are in Mumbai and if you have time to spare, make sure. And if you can get out of the house, when you can. When get you out can of get out of the house, yes. When you can get out of the house, make sure you go to these places. Yeah. It's it's a part of the Bombay experience. 